Welcome to the By His Grace podcast, my friends. It is the Christmas season. It is the most wonderful time of the year. And today I have a legend on my podcast. You may not know his name, but you definitely know his work. His name is Jack Countryman. He is the founder of J Countryman Gift Books. It's a division of Thomas Nelson, and he is the recipient of the Evangelical Christian Publishers Association's Jordan Lifetime Achievement Award. Over the past 30 years, he has developed best-selling gift books such as God's Promises for Your Every Need, God's Promises for Men, God's Promises for Women, God's Blessings Just for You, and the Red Letter Words of Jesus. Countrymen's books have sold over 27 million units. That's right, 27 million units. He is vice president and publisher emeritus of Thomas Nelson Publishers. He created J Countryman Publishing at his kitchen table in 1981 with God's promises for your every need. In 1986, he trademarked the J Countryman brand, essentially creating the Christian gift book business. He joined Thomas Nelson Publishers in 1994, and he has written 35 books and published more than 800. He was given a salutation by the state of Tennessee's House of Representatives General Assembly in 2014 and has been recognized as a legend in the realm of Christian publishing. But what I loved most about my time with him was his sweet spirit and his heart for the Lord. He's written a new book called The Miracle of Peace. In it, he shares inspiration and hope about the miraculous peace that only God can bring during the stormiest seasons of life. And I don't know about you, my friend, or where you are during this holiday season. For many of you, this is a time of joy to celebrate the birth of our Savior. For other times, you may be feeling isolated and alone. Wherever you are, God wants you to know that you can have peace. And that's what Jack talks about in his book. Peace. Everyone wants it, but so few have it. The world around us tries to take our peace away from us. From the media and entertainment, the endless cycle of fear in the news cycle, it seems our world is shifting and changing right beneath our feet. But the one thing that remains the same is God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And but with so much turmoil and divisiveness in the world, when we focus on Jesus, we can be at peace. It doesn't matter if we're struggling in our relationship, with our career, with our finances. When we focus on God and the fruits of the Spirit, we can exchange and cast our cares and our burdens on the Lord. And in exchange, we can have the fruit of the Spirit, which is peace, joy, patience, love, gentleness, and kindness, and all of the other fruits of the Spirit. So settle in and enjoy this conversation with Jack Countryman. And I just pray that if you need prayer this Christmas season, that you would reach out to 
the By His Grace podcast, we would be happy to lift your burdens and cares to the Lord. So thank you so much for listening to the show. And I pray that this time and this season that you're blessed. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Jack Countryman, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited you are here. I'm going to read a little bit of your bio as an intro, and then I'm going to welcome you. You are Vice President and Publisher Emeritus for Thomas Nelson Publishers. You created a J Countryman Publishing at your kitchen table in 1991, where you wrote a book called God's Promises for Your Every Need. And I think it sold a copy or two, or maybe 20 million, which is incredible. In 1986, you trademarked J Countryman brand, you essentially created the Christian gift book business. What an honor and privilege it is to have you here with me today on the By His Grace podcast. Well, thank you. And it's really my privilege to be with you today uh, to talk about uh, my favorite subject, the miracle of peace. Mm, That's so good. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and he does miraculously give us peace. And we're going to talk about that new devotion that you wrote in just a few minutes, but I would be completely remiss if I did not ask you a couple of questions for my book fans that are listening and also for my my writer friends who are working on devotionals. So I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions and then we'll, we'll get into talking about your new devotional. So since you have written and published so many books, I'd love to know what makes a great devotional? A great devotional is made by the way it touches the life of the reader. If it causes the reader to reflect on their life and they're going, it does its job. So it it really is something that relates to how the reader reacts to the the book and what the the book really says to the reader. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. So let's talk about the publishing industry. You have seen a lot of changes overall and you've started, you've, you've blazed trails, but with digital, everything's, everything's changing, right? So what, what do you see? How do you view the state of the industry for a new author? Well, I would say that the industry is really expanding. With all the digital things, it just draws attention to publishing. And it draws attention to what is going on in the world today. And it gives the writer, the writer an opportunity to really touch in on all of that as to what is going on. I, I think it's a good time for someone who wants to write. And the first thing you need is a good platform. 
you really need to have a platform. If you don't have a following, you need to try to find one. And uh, if you do, then that is what really causes your books to to uh, be sold and written and read. Yeah, that's really good. I, you know, I didn't know that when I first started. I just thought, I have a book idea. The Lord gave me, told me to write this book. I'm going to get published and everything's going to be easy. And little did I know that's not the way it works. So I'm really glad that you said that because you got to have people that want to read your book. If they don't know who you are, they have no reason to want to read your book. So I'm also encouraged by that you said it's a good time because I'm actually working on a couple of new books. And so I'm glad glad to hear that it's a good time for authors. Authors. So what is your best piece of advice for a new devotional author? Well, a new devotional author really needs to concentrate on how they're going to touch someone's life and change someone's life. You know, you really need to have the answer to life's problems, life situations, and hopefully be an encouragement to the reader so that they see exactly what they need to do to be all that God has called them to be. Yeah, that's that's good. That's very good. You know, we want to write to those felt needs, whatever those felt needs are, and then we want to we want to help people change. We want to give them the answer to the problems that they're seeking. I absolutely love that. Okay, now let's talk about the miracle of peace. You share inspiration and hope about the miraculous peace that only God can bring you during the stormiest seasons of life. When nothing seems to make sense, how can we understand God's plan? You know, we've all been through a lot over the last couple of years, and the world just seems to be increasingly more in chaos, especially if you read the news. So how can we understand God's plan and make sense of it? Well, in the book, I uh, share 21 people that talk about being at peace in difficult times. You know, one is about a man who lost his wife, but still the Lord gave him peace. Another two are about uh, having cancer. You know, you'd think when cancer, you can't have any peace at all. But they found peace through their difficult times. Another one was in, had a million dollars embezzled from him. But God gave him a sense of peace that it's going to be all right. Don't you worry about it. So the Lord is there. I, I have a, I, I have a two stories that I put in the book, and uh, one was uh, I was coming home in Montana to our Montana house, and I was driving down the road, and and all of a sudden I looked, and a car was coming right for me across the meridian. I just without even thinking, like the Holy Spirit took over, I grabbed the wheel and turned it right, went off on the shoulder, and the truck missed me and hit the person behind me. Mm. So uh, the, 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 it was a time of, of where the Holy Spirit just seemed to say to, to me that you're not going to be hit today. I'm going to save you. And he did. So it's it's difficult times that we have we face if we just trust in the lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding and acknowledge him in all of our ways 
He will direct our path. And that is something people oftentimes find hard to understand. Yeah. So that is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And that is actually my life verse. It is the thing that I cling to because if I don't know where to go, as long as I don't depend on myself, if I depend on God, he is going to see me through. And I was actually having a conversation about this very thing yesterday with a friend of mine whose husband lost his job. They're facing losing their home right before Christmas. And she said, you know, I fight the fear, she said, but at the same time, I trust God. I trust that he's the God of the impossible. I trust that he is a good God. And she said, and I can't even explain it. She said, but I'm full of peace. And she said, I'm so excited. I'm going to sing Waymaker for the Christmas Eve service. And she said, singing that song, God is a Waymaker. And she said, I just feel so humbled. And even in the midst of this chaos, I've got peace. So that's hard for the world to understand because people that don't have Jesus don't understand that we can, you know, lit have difficult times, but still be in peace. Well, you know, what we need to do is just rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him, because he has a plan for each and every one of us in all of our situations. And he wants the best for us, not the worst. He doesn't want us to suffer. He wants us to have a peaceful way about ourselves that will bring joy and happiness into our lives and and uh, keep us from feeling sorry for ourselves and moping and groaning around. But, hey, let, let yourself relax and, and uh, let the Lord fill you with his peace, and he, will has, he has the answer to everything. That's right. That's right. He absolutely does. So what are some ways that we can find calm when the world seems to be in chaos? You need to stop and look at yourself and turn your life over to the Lord. So many times we grind and we worry and we are frustrated and we just get ourselves all worked up. But if we just will relax and let the Lord take charge of our life, he has the answer to everything in your life and he cares for you beyond all imagination. So I say, trust in the Lord, lean on him, and let him fill you with his spirit. Yeah, that's so good. You're right, because we can work ourselves up into a frenzy about whatever the situation is. But when we just cast our cares, that's what scripture says, to cast our cares on him because he cares for us. So even when we go through difficult situations and and we are in a season of suffering, that too is used for our good to develop our character, to help us make us more like Christ. And so I know for all the things that I've been through in my life, I've been able to have have that same peace because I know if God has allowed this thing to happen in my life, there is a purpose in the pain and that he's working all things out together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So you said that you had a couple of, of your own stories in the book. What is it, what's the other story from your own experience that is in the book? Well, the other story has to do with uh, 
my wanting to run my own life and not surrendering my life to the Lord. I just found that in that story that I had to get rid of self and I had to let the Lord be in charge. And when I finally surrendered myself to the Lord and let him take care of me and let him be in charge of me, my life changed. And I started becoming the man he wanted me to be, not who I wanted to be. And it's so important. I, when I was young, I was so full of myself. That was just terrible. You know, I had the answer to everything. I just knew it all. But I come to find out as I went through life that I didn't have the answer to everything, that I didn't know it all, and that I needed to lean on the Lord and let him take care of me and let him guide me and direct me, because only that then did I wake up to the fact that I, I truly had the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think that's such a a good message for the world today. There are so many people who are full of themselves. Narcissism is on the rise. People are selfish and self-centered. But when you understand that the world does not revolve around you, that it's not all about you, and you allow you know, the Lord to work. In my Bible study, the struggle is real, but so is God. I wrote this little phrase and thought about it this morning, actually. And it was surrender, pray, repeat. One of my friends says, repeat, 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 (laughs) right? Every morning we get up, we have a choice. We can try to do things our way or we can surrender to the Lord. And even Jesus had to submit to the Father's will. So if Jesus, who was God incarnate, submitted to his Father, how much more should we submit to him? Because he's a good, good God and he loves us so much. Well, you hit the nail on the head when you said we need to surrender. You know, only if you get your own ego out of the way and you let the Lord be your Lord and Master and direct your life will you have ultimate peace. It just, because we are got to be in in charge in in such a way that um, it just doesn't work. The Lord is the only way. And without him, we're lost. That's right. That's right. Well, what are you hoping that your readers will take away from this book? Well, I'm hoping as they read the book and see the different situations that people were in and how the Lord majestically made their lives filled with peace how they will discover that they can have peace also. You just got to let go and let go. And so these, I mean, these are are all 21 stories. And uh, the 21 stories are filled with all different kinds of situations. And so it's just a a answer to what I say, what they need to find peace and the need to understand that the Lord loves them and wants the best for them. You want me to read one of the uh, I would love uh, stories? I would love for you to, yes. Well, this is Anne Graham Lotz. <clears throat> Anne happens to be the uh, daughter of Billy Graham, 
And so she writes, my life's goal is to know God better today than I did yesterday, better tomorrow than I do today. I want my life to bring God glory. I want to know him and make him known so that when people see me, they will want to know Jesus above what they see of him in my life. It's possible to achieve this goal if I'm sick or well, rich or poor, loved or rejected, young or old. I can also achieve achieve it as I submit to surgery for cancer, as I sit in a hospital waiting for chemotherapy, as I lie on a radiation bed, I can bring God glory speaking at my father's funeral or kneeling at my husband's grave or preaching from a podium or fixing a meal for my family. So be encouraged. One day we'll be in heaven where there will be no more hard places of death or disease or disaster, no more tears or grief or sickness or pain. All things are going to be wiped away and everything will be made brand new. Best of all, our desire to know God will be fulfilled. We will not see just the backside of God's glory. We will see his face, and that will be heaven, the ultimate gift of God's peace. Mm, So beautiful. I sure hope that you are reading for Audible because that was just, I loved listening to you tell the story, but her words, you know, what God's done in her life and and through her life. And and you're right, whether you're in that really hard time or or whether you're, you're serving your family, you can give God glory all the time. But that was just beautiful and and so full of hope. Well, it is, that's what all of these passages and all of these stories are. In the end, it says, wow, they have peace. I can have peace. And I hope, I want people to discover the fact that God wants them to have a peaceful and joyful life. I just had these stories. You know, Brian Jorgensen lost his wife. Now you think that, and had the police had to come and share that story, she was on her way to Memphis and had a car crash and died immediately. And the police had to come and tell him about that. But he said, through that all, God gave him a sense of peace to let him know that she was home with him and let him know that everything was going to be all, all right. And today, he is as much at peace as any man I know. That's right. You know, when when my husband lost his mother, it was a, a really difficult time for our family. And my oldest son was very close to her and we had to go to her home. She died in her home and, and we were there and the police were there. And it's a really stressful time. And I found my son sitting on the swing singing, it is well with my soul. And uh, you know, it, it, it can be well with our soul when we have Jesus, because he is, like you said, he is the answer to all of our problems, and he's the one that gives us peace. So I think I'd like to close this episode out. This podcast goes all around the world. I think we're in 150 countries. And so if there is anybody listening to this episode today, and you don't understand this peace that we've been talking about, I encourage you to invite Jesus Christ into your heart. And if you 
do have Jesus, but you're just feeling discouraged, I would encourage you to grab a copy of Jack's book, sit down to find some quiet, be still, and listen to the encouragement that he has to share. So Jack, thank you so much for being with us today on By His Grace. We're going to put the information about your book and where they can connect with you. And I'd love to give you the, the last word as we close out. Well, to all those that are listening to this program, please understand God loves you. God wants the best for you. And particularly, he wants you to be at peace and not worry about anything. Because when you worry, then you turn inward. But you really need to turn outward and welcome the Lord into your life. And let the Lord lead you and guide you because he wants you to be a productive witness for him. And he wants you to have a joyful life. And he wants everything to be just exactly the way you want it as long as you live for him. Amen. Amen and amen. Jack, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I so appreciate your wisdom and uh, sharing about the love of Jesus. Well, it's been my privilege to be with you. And may the Lord bless you and bless all of those that are listening. And may the Lord keep you and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there.